One day when heaven was filled with his praises, one day when sin was as black as could be, Jesus came forth to be born of a virgin. He dwelt among men, my example is he. One day they led him up Calvary's mountain. One day they nailed him to die on a tree. Suffering anguish, despised and rejected. Bearing our sins, my Redeemer is He. The hands and heal nations stretched out on a tree and took the nails for me. Good evening and welcome to another Wednesday night service with 412 Ministry. We are glad that you could join us tonight. 
Before we start, let's, um, let's just pay attention to what today is. So, so today is May 6th. So any of you students out there, can you tell me what Sunday is? I'm, I'm guessing Samaya just said Saturday, the day after Saturday. That's correct, Samaya. I'll give you credit for that. But Sunday is Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Do not forget that because we need to recognize them at least one day a year. That's all you teenagers are good for. Recognize them and show them some appreciation this one day a year. I'm not asking you to say, I love you. That's a stretch. I get it. But, but they did give you birth to you, okay? So just, just pretend to appreciate them for one day. I think you can do it, all right? Um, so in recognition of Mother's Day, I thought tonight we would do some dad jokes. And in fact, we'll do some, some bad dad jokes is what they are. And, and I know that sounds redundant to say bad dad jokes. It kind of goes together. But we're going to do some of those tonight. But it's not just dad jokes, bad dad jokes. It's also kind of a trivia, so you get to play along with us in these questions and answers, okay? So I'm going to ask the question, the bad dad joke, and you're going to, t- you're going to see if you and your sibling or your parents know the answer. So before we do, let's just make sure, remember, draw your parents a card. Happy Mother's Day. Woohoo! Give them a hug. It's going to be painful. Yes, give them a hug. All right, so let's get on to our bad dad jokes. Number one, first one, why couldn't the bike stand on its own? Why couldn't the bike stand on its own? Who knows the answer to that? Anybody in here? Because it's too tired. Ooh, that's a good one. Too tired. Do you get that? Jasmine, help Jonathan out on that one. He's, he's struggling. How about this one? What do you call a fish with two knees? A fish with two knees. What is that called? <laughs> A toonie fish. A toonie fish. <laughs> this is so awesome. I didn't write these, but I wish I did. How about this one? How many apples? Ooh, how many apples grow on a tree? How many apples, people? All of them. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> my goodness and that's a true answer what's the difference between a poorly dressed man on a tricycle and a well-dressed man on a bicycle man poorly dressed man on a bicycle a tricycle and a well-dressed man on a bicycle of course it's a tire (laughs) stop oh my goodness oh my goodness just stop oh me how about this one did you hear the rumor about butter did you hear the rumor about butter people? Well, I'm not going to spread it. <laughs> I'm not going to spread it. Oh, me. I'm rolling on the floor. <laughs> Get it rolling, butter. Okay, that's another one. That's, that's terrible. All right. Chester. Chesney's loving these, I know. Why do you never see elephants hiding in trees? Whew. I've never thought about that. Why do you never see elephants hiding in trees? Well, because they're so good at it. Because they're so good at it. That's why you don't see them, people. Nathan is asking, asking Sam, is that true? Yeah. Go out there and look in, your, in the backyard. See if you see any elephants in trees, Nathan. Why did the old man fall into the well? Yikes. Painful. I don't know. Why did the old man fall into the well? Anybody know? 
because he didn't see that well. He didn't see that well, people. <laughs> you get it? Oh, my goodness. We loving this. All right. Oh, well. I expect some answers here. How does a penguin build its house? How does a penguin build its house? He glues it together. <laughs> he glues it together. It's <sighs> awesome. Awesome. What? Uh-oh. Yikes. Don't look at my answer, people. What's E.T. short for? What's E.T. short for? <laughs> because he's only got tiny legs. Oh, that one wasn't as funny because this messed it up, but I love that one. E.T. short. Why is he short? Because he's got tiny legs. Right. Listen, if you're wondering who E.T. is, that was a little extraterrestrial, you know, E.T. phone home. I, I often... I often call some of you E.T., and I'm not going to say any names there, Atticus, but some people I call E.T. Oh, all right. Can February March? Can February March? No, but April May. April May. Oh, my goodness, I love these. We could do dad jokes all night, and I would just be happy. All right, what's next? What rhymes with orange? What rhymes with orange? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. What does not rhyme with orange? What in orange? Atticus and Miranda are getting that. Some of you other ones are scratching your head. I get it. What does not rhyme with orange? What's orange and sounds like a parrot? What's orange and sounds like a parrot? A carrot. <laughs> a carrot. <laughs> a carrot. And that one's hot. What's a ninja's favorite type of shoes? I've heard this one. I know this one. I like it. What's a ninja's favorite type of shoes? Gracie knows this one. Gracie said, sneakers, sneakers. That's correct. That's correct. What do you call a guy with a rubber toe? A rubber toe. You call him Roberto. Roberto, people. You with me? You with me? Loving it. Oh, man. This is our last one. You better get it right. What rhymes with boo? And stinks. Last one. You got to get it right, guys. What rhymes with boo and stinks? You, you, and this is so true. It's not even funny. It's just true. It's so true. I've been around you people, I've been locked in a bus with you people. So I hope you passed the dad joke test. I hope you were the winner in your family. Um, tonight, we, I, I just want to recognize we are getting near the end of this whole quarantine thing. We're seeing a lot at the end of the tunnel. Now, we're not quite there yet, so we have got to just hold on for a little bit longer and, and just stick together. We've got to find creative ways to get through this time of being confined with our loved ones, okay? So, so for example, Savannah, my older daughter, how does she handle being confined in a house with her family? She leaves. That's what she does. She leaves. Don't get me wrong, she comes home, and then she goes straight to bed. Uh, that's what we call quality time, apparently, in our house. Uh, now, Hope, on the other hand, Hope handles it differently. She does stay at home, in her room, by herself, because apparently she's better company than me and her mom. I'm beginning to think they don't like their mom. Obviously, they love me, but I'm thinking maybe it's their mom. I don't know. Uh, but you got to be creative, too. I've heard rumors that, like, Joy and Audrey... They have joined a league of professional thumb wrestlers. Professional thumb wrestlers because they want to get in the Olympics. Don't tell them there's not an Olympic category for that or they'll stop um, because it's, they're, doing a, they're doing a fabulous job. You should see Audrey's thumb. It is about as big as this cup. 
It's impressive, people. It's impressive. So, so we want to hear. There's some other ones out there. Look, there, there's Kira and Kayla, Seth and Mark. You guys, there's four of you in a house together. I'm curious how you're managing. I'm curious if you are managing or if, or if we've lost a t- one of you. Um, Kylie and Nathan, I'd like to hear from you as well. Make sure you're still alive. You're doing okay. Because this has been a long time of being confined, but we're almost there. So tonight, we're, we're going to show a, a quick little video. It's not of anyone in our church body, or it's not anyone in 412 ministry. But I think once you watch this video, it will be very obvious who this closely resembles out of the 412 ministry, as well as our church body. So I, I, I just want you to watch this video. See who does it remind you most of. There's several of you that it reminds you of. But there's one, in, one group in particular that it really closely resembles. So let's watch this video and you see if you can figure it out. You know I can be found Living all alone Hanging all around Oh please do you stand up Don't be cool For all that's true Yo baby I made you mad Something I might have said Do you, do you think that reminds at least me most of? Let, let me give you a couple of hints. The, the dad is a world-famous singer-guitar player. One daughter is, is this uh, actress and singer. And, and the other one is a little bit more of like, meh. Huh? Who do you think that is? Maybe Miss Reagan and Kate? That's who, that's who I'm thinking of right now. Reagan and Kate, okay? Now, now Reagan's not like that with me. She's all about, hey, Commissioner Chris, come give me a high five. Everywhere we go, high five, high five. I mean, right now, she's probably at home. Give me a high five, Chris. So, so Reagan, this is for you. High five. I'm sure you're, you're going to your TV to give me a high five because that's just how you are. So, so folks, while Reagan's standing up and, and doing the high five on the TV, let me ask you to join her. Let's stand up, and we're going to read some scripture. We're going to get started tonight, and we're going to turn to uh, Psalm 6. So, so just to know, Thad's, uh has, has challenged us, this month's Bible challenge is to read Psalms, verse, chapters 1 through 31. Okay, So today's the 6th, therefore, 
tonight we're going to read Psalm 6. We encourage you to continue that. Tomorrow read 7 and then the next day 8. I think you can catch on. If you can't, ask your parent. Uh, you're practically homeschoolers now. So tonight we're going to get serious. We're going to read uh, Psalm 6. So read along with me on the screen, okay? Psalm 6 says, O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger, nor chasten me in your hot, hot displeasure. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. But you, O Lord, how long? Return, O Lord, deliver me. O save me for your mercy's sake. For in death there is no remembrance of you. In the grave, who will give you thanks? I am weary with my groaning. All night I make my bed swim. I drench my couch with my tears. My eye wastes away because of grief. It grows old because, because of, all of all of my enemies. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity, for the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. Let all my enemies be ashamed and greatly troubled. Let them turn back and be ashamed suddenly. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you for tonight. We thank you for, that we can gather together and, and have some fun, but... Most importantly, Lord, we just thank you for this time to study your word. Thank you that you love us enough that you hear us. You love us enough to answer prayers, even if we don't understand the answers. Lord, we know that you're on our side and that you're with us always. If we just trust in your son, Jesus Christ. And Father, we just uh, pray tonight that all that we do is honoring and glorifying to you. And, and that, Lord, that um, you would just minister to each and every one of us that are here and those that are listening uh, online. We just pray, pray that the Holy Spirit would minister to each of our hearts. We thank you for tonight, and we pray in Christ's name. Amen. All right, guys, I hope you had another good week, and I hope that you have come prepared to worship both in song and in word. So if y'all will just join us as we worship the Lord together. Come to the end of 
Lord, thank you so much for tonight. God, thank you um, for just a beautiful day, Lord. Thank you for the opportunity to just gather together um, to worship you and praise your name, God. I pray for Corey as he comes up to deliver the message that you have given to him. God, I pray that it would just be your words that um, are spoken through him, Lord. I pray that we would all be attentive, God, and I pray that we would get so much out of this, Lord, and I pray that you would just open our eyes to so many new things. In your name I pray, amen. Well, we will continue in James, and there's the clicker. Tonight's lesson <clears throat> is going to be titled, Be a Doer. Be a Doer. Okay, and we are going to attempt to finish out chapter one. So, if we don't finish it out, it is Savannah's fault, as normal. We'll blame her for everything. So, but before we really get started, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, I just want to I just ask that you would speak through me tonight. Father, I pray that you would take my mind off of um, the day today, Lord, the things that need to be done tonight after this, Lord, just everything that's going on, that you would just clear my mind and that I would be focused, Lord, on the lesson. Lord, that you have put on my heart. Lord, that I would be able to regurgitate <clears throat> the things that you have taught me this week. Father, that I would speak true to your word. Lord, that I will rightly dissect it. Lord, and be able to speak accurately upon it. Father, I can only do that if I'm being led by your spirit and controlled by your spirit. Father, I pray that you would control my tongue that everything that is said is completely just in line with your word. Father, I need you and I depend on you. It's in your precious and holy name that I pray. Amen. All right. Well, I just broke this thing. That's cool. So, um, again, Savannah's fault. So, we are going to be doing Be a Doer tonight, okay? James 1, 21 through 27. And before we really get going with it, what I want you to think about is Nike, okay, Nike. And typically I have kind of my thoughts put on the screen for you, um, but I decided that I would just read a little bit on the internet about this, um, kind of what brought me to Nike. And then as I was going to read on the internet, it really made me think of Thad and, you know, how Pastor Thad really, when he looks at something, he puts his glasses on. So here we go thought it'd be cool to mimic that so you know and when he puts it on you know he always puts it on like the very tip of his nose so golly that come on now these things whoo oh all right so in greek mythology oh and y'all know the, the fingers too all right puppets listen up listen up puppets all right so in greek mythology nike Nike. Nike is a winged goddess. Nike is a winged goddess of victory. The logo is derived from goddess's wing, 
swoosh, which symbolizes the sound of speed, movement, power, Woo, and motivation. All right, so I know I'm kind of picking fun at uh, Pastor Thad. It's done in love. Love you, Pastor Thad. Also, uh, remember, it's biblical to turn the cheek, so no retaliation is needed or necessary. It would also not be biblical, so turn the cheek. Um, in all seriousness, though, I kind of did think about Nike, and uh, before I kind of get back into that, um, to make up for what I just did, we have a really cool and good pastor. Uh, I don't know, if, I hope y'all have been listening to his sermons live, but they have been uh, phenomenal, and like every sermon I have ever heard this man give, it's been biblical. So I'm very thankful for a pastor that can uh, declare God's word faithfully every week and be made fun of and not retaliate. So, thank you. Um, in all seriousness, though, Nike, when we, when we think of being a doer, <clears throat> we'll, we'll wrap it up with kind of victory, okay? So I kind of want you all to think about Nike and the Nike logo. You know, the company Nike declared themselves Nike based on the winged goddess of victory, Okay. This is what I want us to think about when we think about this section of being a doer. I want us, oop, went too far. Oops. Be a doer. I want us to think about having victory, okay? All right, so let's read through this passage, and let's get going. All right, verse 21. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. All right, so James 121, what we're going to do as normal, we're going to kind of pull out some um, key words, we're going to define them, and then we're going to kind of summarize each verse, and then at the end we'll summarize this section and kind of some of the key points that, in my opinion, are here. Okay, so let's get going. So to lay aside, what this is, is this is a putting off. Okay, so when we read this term, it is to put off, and... I want us to think of clothes. It's kind of like putting off your clothes, okay? So it's, it's literally taking off, putting off, okay? Filthiness. This is wickedness as moral defilement, okay? Wickedness as moral defilement, okay? So therefore, put off all moral defilement. Overflow. This is an unnecessary amount of something. As I was really studying this word, I love how... The Greek kind of defines it, and it's an unnecessary amount of something, okay? So this moral defilement, it is unnecessary. 
All right, wickedness. Evil in a moral sense, meaning wickedness of heart, life, and character. Wickedness. Evil in a moral sense, meaning wickedness of heart, life, and character. And we're kind of, we're, we're really seeing some of the same words here defined a little differently. Filthiness, wickedness, they're kind of the, kind of the same. All right? To receive. It's to make one's own, to approve. To make one's own, to approve. So when we get to this word receive and receive with meekness the implanted word, it's to make the implanted word your own. Okay, I think it's very important that we kind of get that because it, it's going to really come up again in a couple of verses when it's continuing in it, okay? We've got to make it our own. Meekness. This is not merely an outward behavior, but an inward spirit, primarily toward God. And I really, I really like this because you can see what James is getting at here is more than just the external behavior of a man, okay? It's, it's one thing for me to kind of go, oh, wow, you know, Amanda is very meek. I mean, if you know Amanda, you know it's not true. She's very prideful, very haughty, right? Um, I mean, that's just, when you think of Amanda, that's what you think. No, that's not true at all. But this is more than just what you would see on the outside. This is internal, okay? So this is their attitude, their, their inward behavior, and it's primarily toward God. So it's not necessarily like I might be meek towards my brother, my brother Luke, but that's not what this word is really depicting. It's really declaring what my attitude, what my spirit, my inward spirit is towards God, okay? Engrafted. This is implanted by others' instruction, okay? implanted by others' instruction. So, now that we've defined some of these really key terms, I know there's a lot, there's going to be a lot in this in this section, because I really think it's important for us to understand what James is really saying here, not just read it, read over it. But the summary here is, therefore, put off all wickedness and unnecessary amount of evil and make your own with meekness. Remember that internal spirit, within that internal spirit, the implanted word of God, which is able to save your souls. Okay? It's very important that we see this because that, that last phrase, which is able to save your souls, it's kind of a biggie. Um, if you don't think that salvation of your soul is big, then just skip over this verse. But this is, this is huge, okay? So we really, we really need to get this. Um, if you've got some questions, please ask. I don't know that I'll be able to really help you, but maybe we can walk hand in hand the Holy Spirit's leading. All right, James 1, 22 and 23. Whoopsie. James 1, 22 and 23. <clears throat> but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. All right? So this doers... It is a doer, it's a performer, it's a keeper of the law. Okay, so be a keeper of the law, perform it. This hearer, it's one just listening and not practicing. So I really, I really, again, I like this word as I was really looking into it. This is not just someone who hears it, just, you know, with their ear. This is someone who is listening, but at the same time, not doing. Okay, so 
This is what James is, is really declaring here is be a keeper of the law, be a performer, not someone who just hears it and doesn't do anything. All right? Deceiving, it's to deceive or mislead. So be keepers of the law, not hearers only. Don't just hear it and do nothing because that's just misleading yourselves. All right? Observing is to consider attentively, to fix one's eyes or mind upon it. Okay? Let me get my train of thought here. Observing is to consider attentively, fix one's eyes or mind upon. Okay, so here we kind of see the summary is, but be keepers of the law of the word and not hearers only who listen but don't practice. It's, James is saying, keep the law, do it, perform it. Don't just hear it and don't do anything. That's not what this is about. This is just misleading yourselves. That's all that that action is. You're misleading yourself when you're hearing it and doing nothing. It's, it's mis, misleading. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man, considering attentively his natural face. Remember, he's fixing one's eyes. I mean, he's staring at this mirror. And then verse 24 says, For he observes himself. Remember, he's, he's staring at this mirror. He's intent. He's very attentive at this mirror. He observes himself, he goes away, and he immediately forgets what kind of man he was. Immediately forgets. I mean, I'm going to stand here, I'm going to concentrate, I'm going to look in the mirror, I'm going to remember my face, I'm going to go away, and immediately it's out. I forget what I look like. That's what a hearer only does. See, doing that repetition it kind of seals it in your brain. I guess that's how the, the Lord's wired us. But James is declaring here that, that just to listen and do nothing, you're like a man just staring at himself in the mirror. And then he walks away and he forgets immediately. And this isn't just like a, like a glaze, you know, a, oh yeah, I look good today. It's like a, oh yeah, yeah I look good. I look real good. Very good. What do I look like? I mean, that's, that's what's happening here in James. It's really dumb, really just dumb. All right, James one twenty four. we just kind of read it. It speaks for itself. It's pretty clear with what James is saying, for he observes himself, he goes away, and he immediately forgets what kind of man he was. 25 and 26. All right, 25 and 26. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty... And continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. So I'm just going to tell you right now, verse 26 in chapter 1 of the book of James, I would love to skip over. I mean, it would do me a lot of good if I could just skip over this section. Um, It would save me a lot of sin. But that's not what God has done. He's put it in here for a reason, and we must pay attention to it. All right, so we're going to start with 25. Looks. It's to look carefully into, to inspect curiously. To look carefully into, to inspect curiously. Perfect. Finished. Complete. Full. It's finished, it's complete, it's full. All right, if anyone, sorry, but he who looks 
Remember, looks to look carefully into. He who looks carefully into the full, the complete, the finished law of liberty. This word for law is the more perfect law for the Christian dispensation. Okay, so it's really cool for he, no, I'm sorry, but he who carefully inspects, he looks into the full, the perfect, the complete law of liberty, which is the more perfect law, the more perfect law. Okay, this is what Christ is for us, the more perfect law for the Christian dispensation. Liberty, freedom from the dominion of corrupt desires. Man, that's good. Freedom from the dominion of corrupt desires. Let's say it one more time. Freedom from the dominion of corrupt desires. All right? Bridle. To restrain. To govern. To control. Hmm. This is where the rubber meets the road for me. Very difficult for me to control my tongue. Deceives. It's vain. It's external. It's an empty religiosity. Empty religiosity. It's vain. Vain. It's no purpose. It's empty. It's fruitless. No purpose. Empty. It's fruitless. So, my personal summary of this verse is, but he who looks carefully into the completed law of liberty, which is freedom from evil desires, and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer. Remember one who just hears and doesn't do anything about it. He doesn't practice this. He's not just a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, a performer. He will be blessed. You want blessings? Perform the work. Do it. It's that Nike, just do it. You want victory? Do it. He will be blessed. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not control his tongue, but has empty religiosity in his heart, he has empty and a fruitless religion. He is empty and has a fruitless religion. That is pretty much a slap to my face, quite honestly. For the one who is a forgetful hearer, one who does not control his tongue, it's like he has an empty religion. He's empty. He has a fruitless religion, okay? It's very important that we listen, we take heed to what James is saying here. Verse 27 Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. All right, to visit. Oops. Whoa, I went way back. All right, to visit. Taking care of or nursing the sick. It's taking care of or nursing the sick. It's not by accident that that is put in there. To keep, it's to keep. And, and when we think of this keeping, we need to think of like a guard keeping a prisoner. Okay, a guard keeping a prisoner. This is not like a accidental keep or a just, a, yeah, okay, I'm keeping it back there, but you're not really paying attention. No, this is a guarding of a prisoner. Okay, something we're going to really take heed to, really be focused on. The world. And this is men of this world as opposed to those who seek the kingdom of God. There's a clear divide here. Men of this world as opposed to those who seek the kingdom of God. So you want pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father? It's to take care of the orphans and widows in their trouble. Okay? This is not something that 
we as Christians should be slow to do. Okay, this is not something that we should kind of sit on the sidelines and watch. We should be doers. We should be performers. So it's not we wait until the trouble has taken care of itself, but we're doing this in their trouble. Okay? It's to keep as a prisoner is kept by a guard. We should keep as a prisoner is kept by a guard ourselves unspotted from the men of this world as opposed to those who seek the kingdom of God. You want to be a man of God, woman of God? You must keep yourself unspotted, and that keeping is like a prisoner kept by a guard. Okay, it's an intentional thing. It's, it's being focused on. It's not something that just accidentally happens. A guard doesn't accidentally keep a prisoner. That takes time. It takes focus. It takes work. It's doing. All right? To summarize this passage, to put off all wickedness and evil. We should put off all wickedness and evil. And remember, this is like clothes. So the wickedness and evil should almost be like clothes, and we should put it off. We should take off this wickedness and evil. We should have a good inward spirit with approval towards the word that was implanted by God. Okay, we should have a good inward spirit with approval towards the word that was implanted by God. All right, that's straight from Scripture. Be doers, not hearers only. Be doers, not hearers only. It's very important. It's very easy to hear and to not practice, but that is what James is saying, don't do. You want blessings? Be a doer. We should continue in true Christianity. Continue in true Christianity, not a, not a false religion, not an empty or fruitless religion, but in true Christianity. Ask yourself the question, what is true Christianity? Glad you asked. It's about controlling yourself, taking care of others, following Christ, not this world. There is a clear divide here. Man of this world does this, men of God do this. You must be a man of God. You must be a woman of God. That is true Christianity. It's not sitting on the sidelines. It's not hearing and not practicing. That's not what this, what this relationship is about with Christ. True relationship is about controlling yourself. It's action. It's doing. Okay, taking care of others. Remember, this is not just kind of a accidental taking care. It's seeing a widow or an orphan in trouble and meeting their needs right then and there. All right, not waiting five years down the road when their trouble isn't as troublesome, meeting it right then and there, being the doer. It's following Christ, not this world. You can't do both. As I'm, I'm telling you, you cannot do both. You cannot follow this world and follow Christ at the same time. It's impossible. You're trying to serve two different masters, and there's areas of Scripture that says you can't do it. You're either going to follow Christ or you're going to follow the world, and you've got to choose. James is sitting here going, you want blessings? Follow Christ. Be a true Christian. You don't want blessings? Be a hearer. One who hears, but doesn't practice. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, <clears throat> I come to you as a man who often does not control his tongue. 
And Lord, that you would save someone like me, grow someone like me, and use someone like me makes no sense to me at all. But you're God. Lord, I see in Scripture you use men and women who this world would just spit out in a heartbeat. And you take them, you, you just work in them and through them and because of them and in spite of them. Lord, you were just God and you were this just amazing, amazing Father. Lord, this section for me is, is difficult because of the actual application. James is not just saying, hey, control your tongue, but he's saying control your tongue and be a doer of it. Not a hearer who doesn't practice it. Do it. And Father, I struggle so often with that. But Father, I'm thankful for areas of Scripture like this that, that push me and they break me and they anger me at times, Father, but I'm thankful because it causes growth. Lord, I'm thankful for what you are doing in my life, Lord, what you're doing in in the lives around me, Lord, in this ministry. I can see growth. Lord, I just want to stop and say thank you for Allie Eubanks. Father, um, got a letter in the mail from her, Lord, and it's just, it's so awesome to see how you have taken this this young girl that came into youth group and you have matured her into a godly woman and I'm just thankful for that, Lord. I'm thankful that I've been allowed to see that growth. Lord, she's a doer. She's not a hearer only and I thank you for that. Lord, she she is seeing scripture like this and she's saying, Lord, uh, whatever I'm, I'm willing to do and I'm thankful for those that are around me, Lord, I'm working all the time with but the other leaders who are like this, Father, they're doers. Lord, I'm thankful for this church. This church is filled with doers. Lord, men and women are just flooding my mind right now, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that you have put me in a body of other believers that are doers. Father, I pray that you would raise up more doers. Lord, take us from hearers and transition us to doers because that is fulfilling your word. It's being obedient. Father, I pray that the youth in this ministry would be doers. Lord, that they would work out that salvation. They would continue in it. Lord, I'm thankful for what you've done in my life. Lord, I'm thankful for what you've done in the lives of those that I love. Lord, and you know the ones who are in my mind right now. Lord, I just lift them up to you and I pray for salvation for them. Father, and I'm just thankful for who you are and I'm thankful for who you're not. Lord, I'm thankful that times where I'm here is, Lord, you don't just cast me aside and never use me, never just, you just end the relationship, Lord. You're not a God like that. I'm thankful that I have security in my salvation because of you. Lord, I pray that this next song would be true worship from our hearts. Lord, that we would really focus on the words and we would focus on who you are. Lord, and you are a God that is worthy of every second of worship from us. Lord, I look forward to the day that I'm in your presence and I'm doing nothing but worshiping. Father, I love you and I'm thankful again for who you are and again for who you're not. It's in your precious and holy name that I pray. Amen.
count on one thing the same God that never fails will not fail me now you won't fail me now in the waiting the same God that's never late is working all things out you're working all things out oh yes I will lift you high in the lowest valley yes I will bless your name oh yes I will sing for joy when my heart is heavy all my days oh yes I will count on one thing the same God that never fails will not fail me now you won't fail me now in the waiting the same God that's never late is working all things out you're working all things out oh yes I will lift you high in the lowest valley yes I will bless your name oh yes I will sing for joy when my heart is heavy all my days oh yes I will for all my days oh yes I will and I choose to praise to glorify glorify the name of all names and nothing can stand against and I choose to praise to glorify glorify the name of all names and nothing can stand against and I choose to praise to glorify so much for tonight, Lord. Thank you just for the time that Corey took to prepare um, this lesson, um, just to dive deeper into your word. God, I pray that we um, were all attentive, and I pray that we just got something from this lesson. God, I pray that we wouldn't just um, leave it here tonight. God, I pray that we would 
take what we learned um, to be doers and not hearers of the word. And I pray that we would put that into action in our lives um, from every every day here on out, God. And I pray that we would just praise you no matter where we're at, God. I pray that we would do as you call us to do no matter where we're at, God. And I just pray that you'd be with us tonight. In your name I pray. Amen. All right, well, we are going to wrap up, but before we do, we're going to close with a few announcements. One of the bigger announcements is, for those of you, and, and probably all of you, that couldn't get enough of the, the, the bad dad jokes, listen, I'm here all week, people. I'm here all week. Uh, not because I want to be, but because Amanda said I'm not welcome at home right now. Got into some trouble, didn't do something right. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm exaggerating. She said I can come home. I just have to sleep in the basement. But anyway... Uh, a few announcements. One, Wednesday night meetings. We're going to continue, as we mentioned last week, we're going to continue to do this live streaming through the month of May. So we hope and encourage that you will continue to join us. We appreciate you being with us through this. And just know, you know, we're, we're going to wrap up this year through, the, through May uh, here online. So don't, don't, don't leave us, okay? Ladies Bible study, Thursday, May 7th. So tomorrow, 7 o'clock, continuing on in Hebrews. So do... Do not miss out for you ladies, all right? And then summer retreat. So uh, if you didn't see the, the text and the message from uh, Amanda, we're canceling the trip, guys. We hated that, but we've, we've been putting off the decision of what we're going to do for as long as possible. So, so just because of all the uncertainties of what it's going to be like when we get there, if we did go, it's just too many unknowns to wait this late to, to, make the, uh, to say we're going to go. So... We will figure out something for you guys down the road, but this summer, summer trip's canceled. And if you participated in the Krispy Kreme fundraiser, that money's still yours. It's just going to be applied to the next youth retreat for you, okay? So we're not keeping it despite all my begging. I said, let me have it. They said no. The other leader said no. It's your money, so it'll be applied to your next trip. Uh, our hope is that we're going to have some local activities over the summer. That's our plan, and we'll keep you updated as, as more info is available to us on what the future looks like for our state, and what we can do to get together with you guys. So we'll keep you posted. And then just lastly, don't forget, I mentioned it earlier, uh, the, the Bible reading challenge is Psalms. So you should be going 1 through 31 this month. So if you haven't been reading it, you can catch up. They're short. We read the whole chapter of 6 tonight. So I'm sure you can catch up and then continue on one chapter a day, okay? So thanks for being with us. We enjoyed it. We uh, miss you guys. Have a blessed week. God bless.